I want to start by saying I love you guys. I love you guys very much. <laughs> but who hit the doing... confetti on that? Yeah, it's E. <laughs> e. Of course, it's E. I love you guys very much. Tiny confetti. But yeah. right, what are you saying, Adam? Setting up tech with the six of us is one of the most mind-numbingly frustrating, like almost legit mood-killing experiences of this whole enterprise that we do. Uh -huh. How do you village. guys feel about that? Well, yes. Adam, I have the patience of a saint. Mm -hmm. So when it comes <laughs> to tech stuff. service over here too, so yeah. I'll why uh, they pay you the big bucks, Josh? Yeah, no, no, I don't, no, not really. I'm not in like IT support, so. I just What's funny smile is it. that the person that is in our IT <laughs> that is in IT <laughs> is one of the most frustrating people to work through IT problems with, and I think it's because he's in IT. Yes. Yeah. And I'm speaking yes. about John, of course. Mm. John, mm. thoughts. I'm in information security now, mind you. Oh, <laughs> see, that's different. That's different. That makes me nervous. <laughs> nah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, don't don't look into it, but it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> What's funny is it used to be Heath. Heath used to be the real, real troublemaker when it came to tech stuff. But Heath, I, I want to give you credit where credit's due. You've been doing pretty good I've on the tech side of marginally things. better. He just got a new computer that solved <laughs> the problem. He's had it for a while now, though. a minute. I've had yeah. tech no, issues since that, then. That's what solved the tech issues. Eh, well, some true. of them. That's, that's not, not true. true. Like, yeah. at least one, you know, issue was solved. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> with me, like, when I have tech issues, like, the thing is, for one, I'm not in IT. I'm not good with computers. And also, I fucking hate them. Like, I hate right. dealing with computers. The problem um, with Heath was okay, he would get so <laughs> pissy to where you could not communicate with him to, like, s troubleshoot the problem. He'd just be like, oh, this just none of this works. You know, and like. That comes you from me better. for a while living with so many IT people. Yes. For like years, and like just take it, just do it, just, just do make it, it, make it work. Yep. It's it's the opposite of old away, SNL skit, and we would troubleshoot and fix. It's it. the opposite of the old SNL skit where they walk up and like the IT guys, it's like move, move, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> just shove them off the seat, sit down, <laughs> click, 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 click. See, was that that hard? Right. Yes. <laughs> no idea. That's what, what, what I you do. That's I was voluntarily being the victim of that skit. You know? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what it is. But like in my personal life, there are people who've had issues with their computers, and it's like it's just not working. It's not doing what it's trying to or what I'm trying to get it to do. I think I can't print. I can't do whatever. My things just it just sucks. I walk in the room. I'm like, okay, try it again, and then they do it, and it works. Yeah, yeah, constantly. I have no idea why. Josh it's just like my has presence. has the computer voodoo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. I also believe that our friend Dustin has the computer voodoo as well. He must, considering how old <laughs> his computer is. No, he but like just in general, fire. he knows how to fix. Like, like every time I've had a computer problem, I've been Dustin for my whole life or yeah. whatever, but every time I've had a computer problem and I've asked Dustin about it, he just walks into the room and the thing just starts working. I mean, that's like, that's IT in general. Like, you can be fucking around with something for like 45 minutes and, and know like a semblance of what you're doing. Like, this should work. And then you call an IT person and then it's just like, 
they they show up and suddenly the machinery the is problem like, isn't there oh right. it's it's, the, Never it's mind. the voodoo it's the computer voodoo yeah, yeah. okay so i just want to like poorly defend myself for it <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that is is that this is actually it was an audio issue that's not specifically that it this was yeah. audio specifically <laughs> here's that we were trying to get resolved what is that audio equipment hooked up to it's, yeah, it's, it's a fucking mic all connected to a computer. Sure, absolutely. But mm-hmm. we managed to actually IT? isolate the issue <laughs> through standard troubleshooting. And we actually got the problem actually, well, not just resolved, but now it's actually better um, than like the last mm-hmm. 150 episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's market dif- markedly a difference, you know? See? Yeah. Well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad. frustrated having this conversation. Okay. Like, let's move on. <laughs> I'm glad, but John, I honestly feel like that's something I suggested probably a year and a half or longer ago. I believe to, it. To be I fair, it to be fair, to those of you who don't know, we have a Zoom call that we operate through just to see each other and hear each other in general. Mm-hmm. And then we record our own personal tracks and then it's like, so where's the audio? What is it coming through? Which which mic is this particular program picking up? What is mm-hmm. your headphone? There's a lot going yeah, there's on. There's a, a number of different volume sliders and check boxes yeah. and stuff that have to be set a proper way for it to not break. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we did it because we're we a fucking it. team. And John, your quality of life during these recording sessions is going to be so much better now that you have a monitor in your ear. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it took us 150 episodes for you to listen to us, uh, but we got there. <laughs> it was I in made for- this whole time. I never had one. I was just. He was He's in been for the long, long leading, the long reading con. lips for yep. three years. <laughs> yeah. Did a pretty damn good job of it too. Wait, you guys have your own voice in your yes, in your yes. mix, yes. yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's what we just set up for Zach, John. That's exactly what I'm talking about. This is how it's improved for me. This is something that now I am hearing for the first time. It's like, no, oh, wow. I, I could, I couldn't focus on that. It's just quiet enough that you don't. The isolation from the headphones is basically negated by hearing just enough of your own voice, and it's mm-hmm. it's instant. It's in real time. There's no delay to it. Right. This so is the improvement. I did not know about this. This. It's just that. My own voice sounds so weird to me when I hear it played back that it, like, but I, it's I, it's I not that it's being played back. It's at the same time as you're speaking. It yeah. sounds no different than me having my headphones taken off. Right. For you, it may not be so much of a deal because you don't have over your yeah, hands on. Yeah. yeah. But like when you have that on, you're hearing your own voice muted yes. because you're wearing headphones. And so you're speaking louder and you're, and it's kind of like adult. What this does is just give you the clarity as if you were speaking without headphones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, I don't hear myself in a like, awareness way like oh god i can't, i'm having to listen to myself because <laughs> you know it's instant it's just like right. as if i was talking you so know the only question is heath do you also have your own voice in your in your cans fuck no okay all right <laughs> just make sure like I, I didn't miss the fucking memo or something you know <laughs> the thing is i just do not like having some shit on my head right like but you I, got all that glorious yeah i've never hair. seen you wear a hat man so i don't yeah. i don't wear hats no, no. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
<laughs> no crowns for Zach. No, no, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Fuck that crown. You got a real dearth of cranium accessories. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got a lot of shit on your head. What? Is this from something or are y'all just. I believe it's a. Was it an old Mitch Hedberg? It is Mitch Hedberg. Oh, okay. Where he's like talking about he saw a. a uh, a biker, he's like, you have a lot of cranium accessories. Like, y'all are a smart crowd. When I play the dumb crowds, I have to say, hey, you got a lot of shit on your head. <laughs> I do love Mitch Hayberg. I must miss that. Do y'all have a favorite head accessory? Oh, yeah. What yeah. is it, Emily? Oh, ooh. I mean, okay, so my go-to is my STF hat because I wear it okay. a lot for editing. So, there's that. So, you wear that. That's like your your thinking cap. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, Do does you- sunglasses count? Cause yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite pair of sunglasses, Josh? I've uh, got a pair of Oakley Holbrooks that I really like. Mm. Ooh, la la. Nice. I have, for the last, like, probably 10 years, worn gas station aviators, and it just- nah. Same, I, baby. I refuse Same. to pay more than $15 for I shades because I bought not. a pair of Oakleys when I was younger. And I did keep them for a year, and when I lost them, I was fucking devastated. And yep. I was like, never again. I have to buy uh, prescription sunglasses, so unfortunately I can't yeah. do the aviator thing. Although I'd like to, because I think I have a a good face for that. But I think so. Uh, but, I get a lot of compliments on my aviators. Dude, yeah. I literally just go to the fucking yeah. gas station whenever I break good, my yeah, shitty you aviators. Good for it too, well, though. like Zach, you kind of have a little bit of that Paul Rudd kind of going on you, with the, the beard swag, and the hair, the dark know? hair and stuff, and like the aviators yeah. just just fit that so well. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate they, that, y'all. They pop. They pop on you, Papa. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't. Look, really y'all. Have- you can get your. You can get your, Zach is single, man. You yes. Get your, your future Paul Rudd <laughs> knockoff here. He's on the market. You know? I'm a great you guy. Got you got Paul Rudd. Rudd yeah. We got yeah, I'm you need to get some eye cream, though, because you already look older than Paul Rudd. I know, dude. Yeah. Are you Paul Rudd? Thanks for, thanks for, like, really, like, just getting the jab in there on me, Heath. <laughs> no, it's because Paul Rudd, the whole joke doesn't is, like, age. he doesn't yeah. age and hasn't right, for, like, right, 30 right. years. He's a vampire. Yeah. He's I mean, a, hey, he's we Pharrell. complimented you, and then now, it's like, fire and ice, it's baby. It's a you know? compliment. For real. Yeah, you know we can't leave that. You look like Paul Rudd, but older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just get done Jesus calling you Christ. a great value, Paul Rudd. So, you look like yeah. Paul Rudd, but a little tired. <laughs> I mean, I am. I'm always tired. So. You're a little if, bit if Paul Rudd had Paul to become Rudd. a millionaire so early in life. <laughs> if if yeah. Paul Rudd actually made a couple more bad decisions, you know? Guys, yeah. listen, I guarantee you, if I was a millionaire... My my tired eyes would be gone overnight because I would yeah. just like sleep as long as I want. Yeah. I would wake up whenever you the fuck I want. Got that cheese, man. You look like Paul Rudd if he hung out with Nick Cage for two weeks. <laughs> no, Gary Busey. Mm. No, that's too much. <laughs> I'm, not that too far. Far. I'm not going that <laughs> far. Nah, nah. That's that's too much. That's too much. That's we too hit the far. end of the spectrum there. I feel that's so loved far. right now, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I, dude, with friends like these, you know. Oh, um, I mean, we're just gonna I mean, have to have a proper to fucking roast one day. <laughs> you, know? Like, you know, way worse things to be called. We love you, a knockoff Paul. True that, once, true that. once you became the second uh, or third, technically GM of the network, like all bets are off. We yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> myself up to that. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So to go back to the original topic. Uh, I wear many hats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. I hate yep. it. 
You wear constantly. I always see wait, 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 wait. Lots There's of tiny hats. hats. Bunch of tiny yeah. hats. Yes. All at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many is the most hats you've had on at once, Heath? Oh, drunkenly? Four, oh, five? Oh, I don't know. Just <laughs> drunkenly or otherwise. Yeah. I can confirm that I have seen Heath wearing multiple hats simultaneously. Four to five, four to five hats. Yeah. Not metaphorical hats, but literal hats. Yeah. A flight of hats. That's it. I probably wear hats more than anybody in the podcast, but my favorite mm-hmm. accessory, uh, it's probably because like, I don't wear them for work, but like my gold like hoop earrings are my favorite mm. head mm-hmm. accessory, but like I never get to wear them anymore. Yeah. See, I wear a hat a lot, but not by choice. Part of the uniform. Yeah. Well, if we're mm. talking like full on head accessories, like, I mean, I haven't taken my earrings out in like, I don't know, like probably close to two years now. So, I mean, they're there. I guess I like them. Like mm. they, they're. Are they even an accessory at that point or are they just a necessity? I, yeah, they're an extension, I think, <laughs> at that point. <laughs> they're just part of me now. I, I'm like that with a lot of my jewelry. Like, I'll just wear the same jewelry for like a year and then I'll be like, oh, well, I'll switch, switch it up. It up. <laughs> I'm the same way with, with in particular necklaces. Like, I'll have, mm-hmm. I do the like black, like rawhide mm-hmm. with some kind of like, I had a yin yang one for mm-hmm. like two years until, I until I broke it so many times I couldn't. Like tie, tie it back, back together yep. anymore, yep. and I've done that for like fifteen years. Like I'll have the same like rawhide necklace for like three years, and then can't repair it anymore. And I'll get a new rawhide necklace, and I haven't in about a year. So I've been necklaceless. What about you, John? I I, I have never seen John wear a hat because his hair uh, is no, always I'm boring as shit, quaffed. man. Um, you know? yeah, he got that. Yeah. You're not boring. You got that bougie ass hair. See, I, I, mean, made, see, I made the mistake. John got a seventy-five dollar haircut, hair. dude. No That's question. True. I bought um, John a hat for his birthday one year, and I uh, six months later stole it back and still yeah, have it. You did. You did. He never wore I it. never wore it. I never wore it. I don't. So, wear what's hats. your favorite cranium accessory, John? Uh, as far as cranium accessories, I guess my diamond grill that I constantly wear. Oh, um, I think it's your wayfarers. <laughs> That's yeah, my guess. Yeah, is would no. be your wayfarers. He does have a run like an antelope hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do have a run like an antelope hat that I wear. He's been wearing it lately. That's the only reason I know he has it is because I remarked on it because he has been trying it out a little bit. I've been trying to be a hat person a little bit more. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the little curdoy hat. Yeah. Curdoy? 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 Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, we're going to play Starfinder now. No, dude. Wait, what? Starfinder. What's that? Okay, Josh. <laughs> Pretty fun stars, buddy. You know what, Josh? We'll see. Uh, by the way, Josh is home, home now. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm finally back home. Uh, no more hotel life for me. It's been four months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so here's to uh, back in my normal recording setup. It's nice. Hey. Nice. Hey. Back to, sharing, back to sharing fart space with Zach. Uh-huh. Yay. Mm-hmm. Hey, guess what? I mean, what? we're playing living We're in fly, separate right? rooms, but. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, hey, before we get started, I just need oh, to say this out loud. This Josh, better be important, Emily. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Josh's birthday is coming up, and I'm going to give him a massive birthday hug. Okay, so. And that's so, the end of that statement. So I'm sorry, Emily, fire. but my birthday happened. Uh, it's already listen, happened. Listen. Like, literally a week the ago. People who are listening to this. People who are listening to this are already in the future. So it doesn't even matter what 
Listen, Actually, what am Tom? Adam's birthday is coming. By the time that this episode comes out. Which no, is tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Swear on top of our shit. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's just, it was stuff with, with me, with getting home and scheduling and, and whatever. Like, you it don't was have all to make an excuses, birthday boy. I'm not making yeah. excuses. <laughs> I'm, I'm explaining what happened. <laughs> it's your birthday, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, your birthday. You can excuse if you want to. It's fine. <laughs> uh, you know whose birthday is it? Uh, Kmart's uh, or Kmart's. Kmart. I'm I'm gonna venture out to say that it's probably gonna be her death day. Um, but don't spoil shit, Adam. <laughs> Jeez, spoilers, dude. Come on. All right, guys. Uh, so we spent two episodes beating the snot out of Kamarta and her two uh, Kyle operative bodyguards. Well, some of you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, technically, a couple of you are still confused, but I'm just going to hand wave that at this point. You know, like, basically, y'all can just run around the room until, no, <laughs> until that's Mike stops. Say, that's what we're doing, because we're confused. We're just hand waving. Like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but you, at this point, Trelax has his boot. On Kamarta's face, basically. You had just knocked Kamarta down to the ground. Thought you had got the kill shot. You got mad at me because you thought I took it away from yeah. you, but I didn't. But I didn't because I wanted to give you guys the opportunity to like take a step back and remember what your characters feel about Kamarta. We've been having a lot of fun the last couple episodes and it's been really nice change of pace, but I don't want to forget that this Strix is the one that is has a lot of responsibility to the damage done to your enclave. You know, the Strix was the one that was, that sent out the, the dreams that corrupted, not the dreams, but activated the, uh, obelisk that corrupted everybody. And like the people that have gone there, she's been using to torment into Velstrak. She left a bunch of people hanging on crucifixes because she just got tired of her post, I guess, and just left. Uh, so I, I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to like in character kind of respond to that, you know, and, and, and for you, John and Mike, uh, Kuiper and Mike, both of you were tasked by the CSV from, um, D nine to find this operative who's gone rogue. And you know that she had a lot to do with Eclipse in Innovations, she was kind of the go-between between, between Eclipse Innovations, Kaon Reese, uh, Dr. Gagant, and the Temple and all that. So if you want to just take, you know, <laughs> Zach, if you want Trelax just to put the foot all the way through her face, you can do that. I just wanted to pause just to give you an opportunity to think and react as your characters might. So let's let's start right there. So uh, first of all, I want to say that I... I think Trelax would absolutely just want to kill her. I don't think he has any interest in like talking things out with her or anything like that. Like she's responsible for all this fuckery, you know. Mm -hmm. He would just want to end it. But if somebody is wants to stop him, they would probably need to speak up before. No I just way. Pull an auto stop. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no. And uh, Kuiper is just gonna say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on, Trelax." Yeah. First off, uh, and he's just going to go ahead and kneel down and uh, keep your boot on there. And, uh, Gladly. he's going to kind of like, you know, just like 
kind of like pat at her face, like, oh, wake up, wake up. And uh, <coughs> she like coughs out blood. Look, so I know very little of you, and uh, you probably know more about us, but uh, that doesn't matter. I don't care about your motivations, and uh, frankly, I don't care why D9 has a burn notice on you, but uh, I know that you are XD9, and so I know you're trained, so I'm gonna keep, keep, keep this uh, very short. And you know how this goes. I ask questions, and you answer, or not, you, you suffer. So, that being said, just to know that we're serious, he breaks a finger. Um, I mean, she barely responds to it because she's already suffering okay. many mortal wounds, you know, but right. you do get a grimace out of her. All right. So, you see the people around me. They don't want you alive. So, let's get to questions. First off, where's Gigant? I'm not even sure, really. It's, she must be somewhere through that hall. No shit, but where? I don't know. And he's going to go ahead and break another finger. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> my other finger! Uh, stop breaking my fingers. That hurts. Okay, so... Okay, well, let's, let's try the other one. Uh... What do you know about the shadow device? What shadow device? Trey like stamps his boot harder on her chest. <laughs> I mean the one that's causing the corruption. Yes. Um, there we you go. Know. Uh, I know that this what is. Trey likes <laughs> lift your boot a little bit. I can't understand her. <sighs> if you insist. Just a little. Well, what I know about it is that I have been given a bit of remote um, power to use it, to channel it through the many obelisks that are on verses and shadow verses. I imagine that it is somewhere deeper here, but I don't even know how I arrived here, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Mike uh, walks up and uh, kind of like leans over Kuiper's shoulder and in his ear just says, What about a dream prophet? Gotta find him. Does the name Mordren mean anything to you? Only that I heard that he was coming to the temple with, I suppose... The two of you, as she looks at the the twins, but I had already decided that I wanted no further part in these plans and orchestrations, and I left before he arrived. So, so she's saying that she doesn't know how she got here? That is what she said, yeah. yeah. So at this, um, Tenna would step up a little bit closer. Like, she's been kind of, like, hanging back behind Trelax and Kuiper. And she would kind of step up, and as she does, you see her tattoos glow 
and chains start slinking, like unfurling from around her arms and fall down to the floor. And she says, You don't know how you got here. What do you mean? Well, uh, when I left the temple and abandoned my post, everything went black. And then I, I woke up here and I was tasked to guard this portal as punishment for, uh, for, for disobeying the Shadow Queen. I, I, I suppose that this is a fitting end for me, as I did terrible, terrible things, all for the sake of credits. Can I, I mean... This must be a joke. Uh, she must she, be taunting us. Is she, like, is she fucking with us, seriously, though? Like, sense motive? Like... Yeah, you can do a sense motive. I mean, really, this is all for money? Like... Oh, natural 20 <laughs> for a 34? Damn. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I mean... You, disappointingly so you can you get the sense that she's that she's telling the truth you know that she yeah, I mean she looks so pathetic at this point you know um at that kind of realization Tina walks around like she's on the ground so Tina walks around to stand like at the head of the Strix like behind her sort of flanking her with Trelax. Mm-hmm. And she would look at Trelax and just say, hold her still. And would whip one of her arms and the chains would just and tightly wrap around the Strix's neck. And she would start to pull. And she's basically going to try and decapitate the Strix while her brother holds down the body. Uh, all right. Give me a, a strength, just a straight strength check with a bonus from Trelax. What's your strength bonus? Mine? Yeah. Bro, I got a plus six. To your strength? Yeah. Yeah, he's a beefy boy. All right, we'll add plus six to your roll. Okay. Plus your strength roll. Um, so I rolled a 15. So what is that, 21? 21, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you see her eyes just like start to bulge out as you slowly tighten the chains around her neck. And, you know, blood starts to trickle as on her neck as the chains start cutting into her throat and, and her tongue starts to loll out of her mouth. And, like, you see at that last instant of her life, like, almost like relief. And maybe a single tear of remorse and then her head just pops right off the top of her body and rolls into one of the spinning columns of death. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations! There was some confetti. That was a big confetti there. Yeah, it was a big confetti. It was very well-timed comedic confetti there. We're not laughing about decapitation. You're welcome. I'm laughing about decapitation. Once the, like, head... Pops off. I imagine like there's a, a few seconds everybody just takes that in, um, and then Mike's like, "Well, fuck, we're not any closer to getting a people back. We didn't learn shit." Uh, Tina would pat down her pockets and take out the remote that she was talking about. 
Okay. Uh, she also has some other things, too. Um, she has white carbon skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if that's an improvement for anybody. I imagine that's light armor. So if somebody wants to look that up. There's an ultra-thin dueling sword. Elite semi-auto pistol, which I believe Kuiper is already holding. Yeah, I took that shit. 40 small arm rounds. And... A Mark III Ring of Resistance. Ooh, that's pretty good. I'm interested in the uh, ammo and the Ring of Resistance. Yeah, I imagine pretty much everybody's into that ring. I think somebody might have a Mark III already, but yeah, I, I think do. Tenna has one, yeah. Uh, Mike, it's off a microcord is is better than, than the, the white, white carbon. carbon. Yeah, it's plus yeah. 12, plus 14. The um, white skin... The white carbon white, skin, yeah. yeah. White carbon carbon skin. <laughs> yeah, 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 white yeah. carbon carbon skin. Nailed it. Yeah, there we go. That sounds a lot. Um, so, yeah, you can keep the pistol and the small arm rounds, Kuiper, just to move that along. Does anybody want the dueling sword? Probably not. I think yeah. everybody's got better melee weapons. So, Mark Three Ring of Resistance. Uh, is Tenna the only one that currently already has one? Does anybody else have a Mark Three? No, I have a Mark Two. I have a Mark One. I don't have one. I don't have one. So let's just do an old-fashioned roll-off. Everybody roll your d20s. Uh, Let's roll that on Foundry. Please. Six. Oh, killing it. Seven. Nice. Oh, my God. Four. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, Heath. Got a really high bar to cross here. 17. All right, there you go. All right, so Heath, you get you a Mark III ring. Right, and I I mean, those don't stack, right? I mean, I can... So if I'm going to take the Mark Three, uh, anybody who wants the Mark Two, like roll off. No, I'd say between me and Kuiper. Yeah, because yeah. y'all don't Kuiper have one. Should right? have it. Okay. Because I, I tend to stay more at a range, and I'm wearing heavier armor. All right. So okay. take a Mark Two. Yeah, just take, take it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I actually like that. Um, you know, they they loot looter body, look through his stuff, and uh, as they divvy it up. I like that they like they actually roll some dice on the ground or something to to get the um, the ring, and he Mike takes off the ring of resistance Mark two. You, what you play spin the Strix head and whichever no, way she's looking. No, that's a little too much. Um, the twins start playing it. The twins will do it. Yeah. Uh, this is game. This is a game that we've played our whole childhood. Yeah, this is a spin the decapitated head. Do you yeah. play this when you were Some, children? Sometimes the children called it spinny head. Is that, is that just a shadow plane thing? Really? You don't. So weird. Don't. It's a difference in culture, Mike. Uh, anyway, what were you gonna it? say, Heath? Uh, <laughs> fucking terrible people. Um, <laughs> Mike, uh, you know, the wins the little little dice game or spin the head, which is terrible. I hate it. Um, but he takes the ring off and uh, puts the new one on, but and walks over to Kuiper and is like, uh, like kind of grabs his hand and puts it in his hand. It's like, take that. That's my old one. It's still good stuff. All right. Every, every little thing you can get to survive. He took. It, he looks at it, assesses it. Like, yeah, I can. I can wear this. Yeah, you can have me and me downs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not the vibe. <laughs> like he's, he's really vibe. trying to be cool, you know, and like it is useful. And develop his relationship with Kuiper. I respect it. 
Thank you, Mike. Cool. Uh, the operatives themselves, I mean, basically there's four batteries, you know, uh, for, for tennis fireballs. They're just regular batteries. I don't know if anybody else needs one, but they're, they're four regular batteries. And then um, advanced Lushunta temp weave, but I don't think that's good for anybody. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what's in there. Um, all that remains is the gaping maw, which goes down into total blackness. Is the shield cover type thing gone now? No, but uh, with a closer look, now that you're not fighting, you see a metal ring that surrounds the gaping portal, and there are four slots uh, at the cardinal directions, yeah, cardinal points of the circle. Um, do they have any specific colors on those? those yes, circles? they do. Blue, black, white, yeah. and red. Um, I mean... Tina would, you know, make sure, like, is everybody cool? Do we Can we, can we take a rest? No, I'm not um, cool. Let's take a minute. Get me stamina back. <laughs> yeah. No, quite obviously, I am Yeah, also- so, yeah, let's tell the listeners where you guys are at stamina and HP-wise, because that was a brutal fight, yeah. you know. And I, and I, and, was it? And, yeah, and, I mean, well, Trelax <laughs> and Mike both have two negative levels, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that, those aren't going away, yeah. you know. Um, so what, Mike, where are you at? Uh, I mean, I'm out of stamina. Um, but, uh, Tina did, like, I was, I was getting really low. I was in like 30 something of HP, but she did a big heal and augmented it with her own HP. Um, so I am at 56 HP out of 80... 80 even, which normally would be higher, but I have two negative levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and zero out of 146 stamina. So are we talking just like 10 minute rests here for everybody? Who else is down in their HP? Tenno looks like she oh, is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm missing just a couple HP. Yeah, a 10 minute rest would work for me. That's all I need. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, not that anybody asked, uh, Glimbot was sitting at 87 out of 131 stamina. No HP lost. So... Shut didn't up. get hit. Shut up. <laughs> well, didn't really get engaged or attacked. Like they were all attacking the melee folk. Also, I'm going to see how many of those things do I have. Yeah, we still got. So we've got six serums of healing, but they're cursed. You're um, right. I have two Mark Threes, and they're cursed. I'm um, gonna. I'm gonna try one because I'd really. Oh, boy. Wait. Oh. One. Second. Okay. Yeah, I have four uh, Mark IIs and a Mark III. I don't think they're, they're cursed. Or we're all no, cursed. yours are not cursed. Okay. And I guess before you take it, wait. And he just like puts his hand on your wrist and he just goes ahead and hands you one of his. Uh, do you need a Mark III or Mark II? I don't care. I'll take the Mark II and you can <laughs> give the Mark III to our tank. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure, sure. And uh, yeah. Go ahead and gives it to you, and he's going to go ahead and go back to Mike, and he's going to hand one off to Mike. Michael, yeah, look like you need this. Uh, sweet. Thanks, bro. I think mine's got some kind of wonky curse on them. <laughs> yeah, they do look pretty crafted. Uh, all right, so roll those those serums. 
Oh, so sweet. So Mark II, 3D8, what'd you get? I got a 17. Oh, beautiful. That's okay. And then Heath, you're on what a Mark III? That's at 68, right? Yeah, 6D8, yeah. Um, that's 23 healing. Oh, nice. All right. Oh, that puts me one HP from Max. Nice. I'm full. Well, pretty much. Full. Yeah, yeah, I'm like so, three away from full. So I think everybody's in pretty good shape at this point. You know, everybody's got yeah. like one or two little hit points off, but you might want to save that treat wounds because mm-hmm. I think you can only do that once per day. Once per hour, right? No, that's 2E. Oh, hey, but I will say, because yeah. we talked about this not long ago, I think on the other show, but like, treat deadly wounds is a minute, not 10 minutes. Cool. Yeah. Okay. But it is, I think, a once per day thing. A creature can receive this treatment only once every 24 hour period, yeah. unless yeah. it unless it's delivered in a medical lab. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Then you can do it twice, right? Yep. I mean, hey. Yep. I don't think I'd classify this as a medical Come on. lab. It's a shadow no. lab. Come on. You're not in the shadow lab yet. You're in a heart. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say that so we maybe remember it in the future because, like, there have been times now where it's like, oh, we don't want to spend the 10 minutes. And it's like, well, it's one minute. Like, one we minute. absolutely okay. should have done it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All Listen. right. Well, everybody's gotten kind of healed up, collected the loot, didn't get much information from the Strix. But I want to ask the twins how you're feeling now that she's dead. Well, you know I, I was going to say, tra- Trailax at some point would, would, you know, ask Tenno, what did she do to deserve your mercy, sister? And Tenno would just kind of, like, look down a little bit. Are you going soft on me now? There was... <laughs> it was just for money. It was just for none money. And she didn't even have any money on her. (laughs) 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 She didn't even get paid. God. Just so disappointing all credits, but Tina would just look over at Dee and just be like that's not what I meant, but it she had no there was no reason. There was nothing that drove her to this other than profit. I... All the more I shameful. No- All the more reason that we should have strung her up as she strung up our brethren. I'd have chopped her fucking wings off. Tenna, everything we've done so far was following a prophet. Tenna walks God away. God damn it, D. <laughs> Tenna goes and starts putting that's, that's the fucking right marbles there. in the rings. <laughs> this fucking robot. Mike does the like, the like, nah, dog. Fucking you know, machines. the like, shaking Just his neck. 2000 like, over here. Re- read the room, mate. <laughs> 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 fucking machines. We should have never done this. Joke or algorithm initiated. Like, so, like, but a peek behind the Tenna curtain here, like, when she realized that the Strix, there was no like fanaticism behind it. It almost, it almost took the wind out of her vengeance sails. You know what I'm saying? Like that there, that this person had no real goal in mind other than making money. It's just like, well, what's the point? What's the point in exacting revenge if you're not going to get anything out of it? 
other right. than their death. Because it was just opportunistic. And there was no malice. Yeah. You know? no. So. It's just sad. She's just. Yeah. And at this for point, Trilax, she's just kind that of makes it done. worse. Yeah. That makes yeah. it worse for Trailax, right? Like, it makes it all, all, all the more frustrating for him that, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that that like, was her motivation, you know? I, I think that Trailax would definitely be able to see this, but, like, it's. It's like that's sort of Tina's reasoning behind it, and that's sort of what she explains. But there's also definitely like just this sort of this this lack of spark to her, like like this whole this whole journey from you know getting the dreams, dealing with Mordrin, being told about the pro- the Herald, everything. It's just it a lot. broken her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. at this point, it's just like. I'm just ready to be done. Yeah. Yeah. I would think that Kuiper might have the smallest amount of insight in that he's probably seen agents go rogue before and do terrible things for the right price. You know, that, that, that they, eventually, that they, that they eventually are, are with the skill set that they have get presented with opportunities to do things because they're, they're, they're trained to be emotionless and do things just for the sake of a mission. And, you know, with the Strix, she was bought and paid for by Reese basically. And, and eventually she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And immediately was sent to this heart, you know? And I think if anything, Kuiper might be able to, speak to that some you know absolutely and for that Kuiper would it's almost like putting up a mirror to Kuiper because I mean yes so I mean there's there's probably been many agents and that have left D9 and uh, chose their uh, use their the the training that they received for uh, ill-gotten gains of whatever and I mean Kuiper has done it for uh, bounty hunting, you know, which is also chasing profit if you think about it, you know. But it's like, oh, I forgot about that. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the thing is, is that I mean, like, whenever you're, you're a government trained operative, you know, and you gain all these skills, then all of a sudden, like, well, what other time are you using them aside from state affairs, you know? And you use them for, you know, you you don't just go go play Rambo and just to, either you're and just like no no that's I'm not part of that life anymore. I'm just gonna go and fuck off for a while and never see never be seen again. Like no no you you use it you, you need you need a profession you know you need you need money you know. Well and, and even if you do say I'm going away I'm not using this anymore. They always rope you back in, man. Yeah exactly. They always, they always, always rope you back, back in. <laughs> yeah yeah. Just one more mission. Yep, yep, and that's exactly what happened with CSV. He roped him back in for one more mission, and he completed it right here. So, Trelax will put his hand onto his shoulder and say, I understand that you took pity on her, but steal your resolve, dear sister, for our work is not yet finished. Yeah, and my, Mike's like, well... That was a pain in the ass for an unsatisfying conclusion, so, as you said, the mission continues uh, with zero extra fucking knowledge, so I guess let's go. 
And Mike's a little, like, irritated. Like, he was hoping he would get closer, you know, he'd get more information to, like, get closer to that goal of rescuing his people. Even though, like, we're closer than we've ever been, it's still frustrating. He was hoping this would make it easier after that much of a pain in the ass of a fight, at least for him, you know? Mm -hmm. But to clarify, we didn't, like, she didn't know anything. Right. right. Well, that's what's frustrating to him. Yeah, okay. You know? I mean, she knew a bit about the the shadow device, and it was only that it's here. Yeah. You know? Gregant, she doesn't know. You know? I think that's what frustrates Tina. Is like this chick was essentially just a fucking peon. And she caused so much destruction to the Enclave. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it just goes to kind of a theme that's been present throughout this whole adventure is that, and I know it's something that Josh really doesn't like, is that. Sometimes people just do bad shit for no grand reason. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's as simple as Monday or in Kaon's yeah. case of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, this, it's, that's the kind of the, the malice of corruption is that it doesn't have a purpose other than to make people do terrible shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everywhere that you've found, you keep trying to attach some greater purpose to why this is happening. And there isn't one, yeah. you know, like it's just fucked up. Uh, but I will say, you know, you, you did at least clear the way to go further in and get closer to what you know to be the true source of this corruption, which is the shadow generator and Dr. Gagant herself. Um, all that stands before you right now is a force field over a large gaping maw. I just love how many times you've said gaping. Mm. <laughs> if you let's didn't say that, uh, Emily, I was right behind you. Let's go ahead, let's go ahead and, uh, and, and slide down into that sphincter. That, yep. that gaping maw. Well, I assume... Uh, is it gaping, know, Adam? It's gaping. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I assume that you guys are going to, you know, boom, boom, boom. Um, That's what we did. We boop, boop, boop. Could you be uh, a little more specific, Adam? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about with uh, the little marbles? Boot? Is that what we do? With the marbles, yeah. I floop the pig. Uh, floop the pig. <gasps> yeah, yeah, Emily. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what? You, you took the carbon deal? Yes, please. Sivu, Sivu play. <laughs> Merci, uh, All right, so, yeah, I mean, you, the little stones very easily slot into these holes as if they were meant <laughs> meant to take them. Um, mm. <laughs> take them. <laughs> but if we've learned anything, there's no meaning to anything. So That's it doesn't true. work. <laughs> so it doesn't work. How so, fucking Nietzsche. Because fuck them, that's why. <laughs> um, but yeah, we put them in there. Uh, okay. Uh, you do that and you see like this glow kind of pass through the force field and then it it pulls away and you just you get this sense of total nothingness exuding from the hole D's going to turn on his bright light projector and kind of aim it down into the hole it's as if the hole swallows the light Hmm. it's gone does does the bright light projector work what there was a Critical can penetrate even magical darkness. I'm saying there was a critical that turned off one of your armor upgrades, and that's the only one you had. How long was that for? Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Oh, hmm? shit. 
I mean, then, it's uh, been it, it was probably for rounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess it'd be functioning again. Yeah. Um, but it I does penetrate you. magical darkness for what? Yeah. It's worth. But there's just nothing. It's like you know, it goes it, it goes as far as your light can go, and it's just darkness mm-hmm. beyond that. I Fuck gotcha. it. And Trailex you- jumps in. Oh uh, well, shit! Who has awesome. fly? I was no, it's ask. done. He, he Trelax just jumped in. What do y'all do? <laughs> he dies, jetpack. and we I use jetpack. <laughs> I I wait to hear the thud. <laughs> yeah. If he, he, he jumps, jumps in, in he I jumps cast in. fly and follow him. All right, <laughs> and they both just like disappear into darkness. No right, sounds, well, nothing. Let us know. Yeah, I mean, I've got like I can, I can. Like levitate, or not levitate, but I can actually fly for for a movement. Yeah, we'll action. deal with y'all later. Y'all are in the hole. <laughs> y'all are in the hole, in the Any, gaping hole. Mm-hmm. Um, bring any rope because I'm not jumping. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't joking. Like I would, like Mike would at least wait a minute and be like, is, "Like, did they just jump into a 900 foot drop?" Like I, he. He doesn't know what the fuck this is, you know? Yeah, they, like, jump in, you look down, you see nothing, and you hear, you don't hear a thud, you shout at them, no, no nothing comes back. Kuiper yeah. looks down at the hole and looks directly over, over at Gloombot and just, is this fucking normal? I mean, it's not Do they not just, normal. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can both fucking fly, it's a lot easier for them. <laughs> right, I, I cannot, so... It would be abnormal for me had I done that, but, well, you see me standing here in front of you. No, why did I even ask? <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not going down in that hole. Yes, I have a jetpack, but I am not going into that hole. I have not heard back from either Tenna or Trilax. Yeah, it would have been cool if they, like, waited a minute and maybe we could have spoken to each other before they just jumped in willy-nilly. Could you go scout the hole out and then if there's nothing wrong, come back and tell us? Like, no, yeah. they just these fucking impulsive shadow twins just Wait. jump in to a goddamn pit without saying a word. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, Mike, they do that. We have technology. We can we we can use our communicator. We can Trilax. try. Can we? Do you come in? Trilax. Dinner. Nothing. Nothing, huh? Nothing. See, I think it's more of a portal than like a fucking like real That's, hole. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> thinking outside of the game. Yeah, probably. Son of a bitch. Probably, but I don't, I, don't wanna, I don't want Adam to fucking bait us into this. And it's like, okay, those of you who have fly, you're okay. But. But. I didn't bait anybody into anything. They jumped. I'm just going to say. That was not uh, me. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and call this now. Holes are the new doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to avoid getting caught up in a door. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Like. I appreciate that. There's two sticks problems a little there. cat toe, just a little cat bean into the into the gaping maw. That's it. What a cat bean. <laughs> no. Uh, you know what? You know what? No. Okay. Fuck it. <sighs> Wish me luck. And he's gonna go ahead and. <laughs> Drop down in there, but he is ready Mark's to like, engage his. What the his, fuck is going on? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that. I fucking hate this so much because it's like Adam's just gonna sit here and be like, "All right, waste all the time you want until you inevitably jump in," because I'm not gonna give you anything. Exactly. You just have so to figure out how to jump, jump in. 
So, I, yeah. What it, am I supposed to give you? It just doesn't here? make any goddamn sense that my <laughs> big fucking heavy boy with no ability to fly whatsoever would jump into this and be like, yeah, I'll be fine. You know, like, He's got a bunch of armor on, dude. He's Don't you have judge yet? Armor makes it worse if you drop a thousand feet. <laughs> well, if we drop a thousand feet, we're I dead have, anyway. I have cause... jump jets. Not not if you can fly like you motherfuckers. Yeah, sure, well, I'll jump just, in. This is dumb. Just throw them jump jets on at the last minute. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what works. you do. Falling elevator, you jump at the last. You jump at the last second. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> no, all right, all right. So Heath, let's talk through this. All right. So if you weren't going to go into the hole, what was the plan? Uh, I didn't have a plan because I got here and had to fight a goddamn Strix confused okay. for two episodes. So, like, I haven't had time to formulate right. a plan. So, so it's you it's you and Gloombot here at the edge of the abyss. <laughs> I'll just say right. this. I push There's Gloombot still a Strix in. body. You um, can get you some wings. I can get flap really her fucking dead hard. ass wings? <laughs> they won't no, I'm do sorry, anything. Go on, please. <laughs> just just <laughs> fall down there like a fucking pine seed. <laughs> Uh, I don't care. I'm tired of stalling out the podcast. Let's jump into this thing, whether or not it makes sense. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm genuinely curious what you thought was going to happen with this hole. Like, you know, I, I mean, because you make you make it. Hold on, hold on. You're making a good point, Heath. You know, I don't want to like brush over that. It seems a little insane to just jump into an abyss, but you also know that this is the end of the line, right? Like the whole. What, what do you do if you don't jump in the hole? You're gonna go back to the ship. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not asking you, Emily. You already Sorry. jumped. You're no. gone. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> the thing is that is both a valid and an unfair question because you know the <laughs> fucking answer is no. Of course not. I have to. I have to keep going on the rails of the AP. It just doesn't like well, no. make so any goddamn sense. That, like what? we don't. We don't have any information or any reason to think that this wouldn't just kill us other than that well this is an AP you know like that's it it's, it's the only true. thing we have to go on mm-hmm. well, the strict, well said that, down. the strict said that it's further down in the hole but what if it's like an elevator and we just didn't press the call button Ooh, you, you, didn't hear a thud. Idiots. you didn't hear a thud <laughs> or any bones breaking you know to Heath's defense, I think <laughs> the plan was we all cast, like, I cast fly on everybody who needs it, and then we jump. But Trailers jumped and you went on instinct to it's follow gonna, it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, so, so there's the situation. Your, your plan flew off without you. And so now, <laughs> now you, you know. Dying. I'll get in this train car and ride the fucking rails. Let's go. I mean, Mike, we could just stay up here and play dice. Mike pushes you in. <laughs> okay. And, then, and, then, and then, then jumps in after you. He's, like, he sits there fuming about it for a few minutes and is like, this is fucking bullshit. I don't, I've got nothing to go on. And then, like, thinks about his friends, you know, and it's just like, he's kind of like, he would never admit it, but he's kind of terrified. Like, what What if, yeah, this is the end of the line of the the asteroid heart, uh, which feels silly to say. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, like, we he's got to get over this hurdle to get his friends back, and that's more important. So, like, he doesn't trust this. He has no information, and that's one of the biggest things. Like, one of the few things that puts fear into Mike is the knowledge of his own ignorance. You know, like he does, like this is some kind of 
portal or either it's a long fucking drop that hopefully has a magical way to prevent death. You know, yes. like that's the that's the two things he's hoping for, but he has no way to know or prove either of those things. So he sits there fuming and thinking and being frustrated and being kind of scared for a couple minutes and then refuses to continue to be paralyzed anymore and grabs Gloombot by the arm and says, I'm sorry for this, and shoves him in. <laughs> and then jumps in after him and says, uh, and like kind of not prays because he's not religious, but focuses as hard as he can on Zeno. Is like, if you've got any time fuckery, crazy magics going on, <laughs> save your boy. Uh, and 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 holds his nose like he's jumping in a swimming pool. <laughs> and jumps in. You know, I'll say this before we resolve what happens to the pit. Zeno feels that reach from Mike. Nice. He feels that. And for that, I will give Mike an inspiration. Good. Thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to do, I did want to say like, it did make me wonder. (laughs) (laughs) It did make me wonder what would, uh, Mike's friends like Oren, Ziva and Zeno do when faced with a, hole that they oh well we, we know what they would do they deliberate for an hour like yeah. mike did yeah. So, yeah. 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 what would zeno do like do you think zeno deliberated for all of two for minutes yeah. no stop we're not gonna do that those <laughs> characters are not here so all, all i'm gonna say is, gonna... is is fuck fell right <laughs> yeah. didn't mention fell He's yeah. not a friend. No, okay. no. Phil would totally do that. Phil would, Phil would jump, jump in because he's a fucking got a fucking jetpack. <laughs> uh, all right. So, inspiration. Roll a d6 there, Heath. Okay. If I can find one. There we go. Uh, that is a three. A three. So, it's just going to be a general. Say when to stop. Say when to stop. Stop. Scroll. All right. This one is going to be from Grumpouse. Grumpouse. <laughs> that was just collective. There, there's something inspiring about determination of state fair workers to find the true limits of what can be deep fried. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why stop at Oreos? Ho- hopefully, you know? in this situation, it's not a vesk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully, you did not just jump into a, I mean, a I've huge seen a deep fried fryer. gator tail. You know? Yeah, yeah. gator tail is pretty oh, damn it's good. good. It's I, didn't say, I didn't say. Vest couldn't be fried. I'm hoping <laughs> not fried. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. You're hoping that doesn't happen. Yeah. All right. As you all go th- into this gaping hole, you all feel this sensation of extreme and terrible vertigo and a brief moment of mental anguish as your entire personality is stripped away from you from the inside out. Every memory you have, you see pulled out of your forehead and in front of you and then disappear. Everything that you hold dear is manifest in front of you and then stripped away. Everybody roll a will save. Okay. Guess I gotta see if I survive this ego death. Well, it's, yes, it's, uh, it's, a corrupt, it's a corruption check. This is a corruption check before you ask me if it's a fear effect or mind affecting or whatever. Just give me the will save. It's uh, Good old Gloombot got a 28. All right, you're good. 22. Good. 24. <laughs> Wait, what? What'd you get, Mike? I got a 24. Okay, you're good. You said nine? I got a nine. Oh, Lord. What did 10 I get? A 13. Oh, shit. Okay, so Tenna and Kuiper, you guys have a decision to make. 
to spend a resolve or go further down your corruption track? I, I would spend a resolve. You're going to spend a resolve. I'd love yeah. to see it. What about you, Kuiper? Uh, Kuiper's not. Kuiper is not. So, no, damn, that go puts down you further at stage that hole. five. Stage five, dog. Hang on. Refresh us on the number of stages. and There are ten. Okay. He's now halfway there. Okay. Whoa. I just want to keep my resolve. There it is. Halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's every other one uh, every has other new one. effects. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, then as soon as all of that happens, as quickly as it happens, I should, sh- should say, everything manifests again, comes back into you. This is all temporary. It just happens as you're passing through this portal. And you awake intact, physically and spiritually on the blood-stained grasses of New Elysium. Uh-oh. The real one? I mean, the material the sh- one? That's that's like no, plain oh, shadow. Oh, shit. Plainest. The shadow one. <laughs> oh. Hold, hold up. So this shadow heart oh, was shadow New Elysium. Yes. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so the yeah. heart was wrapped. Yeah, you guys knew that. Yeah. yeah I just, I'm just... It's been a minute. It's been, it's weird to see the map again. It is yep. weird to see the map yeah. again. Where's um, that pretty elf lady? Oh, wait, well, she's this dead. is the she's shadow. Dead as hell. <laughs> yeah, she's dead. And remember, this is the shadow version of it. So, um, she shadow dead. <laughs> she shadow dead. <laughs> I think the only people who would recognize this would be Mike and Kuiper. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so you get the the five of you kind of wake up in the green fields. Um, I will say here the foliage is stunted and colorless. And the river that was here in the material plane is just now a dry, rocky bed. Mm. There appears to be no way to return to the heart gate. And therefore, your ship, you're just now in Shadow New Elysium. Uh, I think Mike lands i don't know if they like land on the ground or whatever but he, there's no land like you just wake up laying in the right. grass oh. so, yeah. i i am just gonna say he's next to, to uh kuiper and okay. uh leans up and looks around as you know kuiper's coming back to consciousness and like taking it in and he's like god damn it i fucking hated this place when it was on the material plane i hate no, you didn't eating. huh I did after all the shit went down. Shut up, God! Shut up, God! (laughs) Shut up, God! (laughs) Um, And I hate it even more now, but at least now it reflects the corporate hellscape it always really was. Uh, Kuiper uh, is kind of coming to as he's saying all this, and he's just like, takes a fist of the grass or the, you know, whatever color it is. Uh, and just kind of like look at, trying to assess like, yeah, this is familiar. Yeah, this is, this is actually real. This is fucking typical. Uh, where, <sighs> where are we? This is, this is almost nice. The landscaping is very well done. I must admit. I really like <laughs> this walkway that they've got here. And she like gestures at the riverbed. Like this is pretty nice. This, this is. This is. Uh, it's almost pleasant that she's. It's very- Hey, shut the fuck up, you two. First of all, you jumped in this goddamn hole without even consulting anyone. And this place sucks. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) So this is the shadow version of New Elysium. They would have told us about that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Tina just kind of shrugs her shoulders and looks over at Trilex like, just do not come 
bad. I could yeah, see yeah, myself yeah. relaxing here. I, I, I could go for a cocktail, see. to be honest. I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah, I agree. Sorry. <laughs> Come All on, right, let's, you, get you, 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 let's get a move on. You material plane people, you're so spoiled to the, so to the finer things in life. I <laughs> so stuck up. You don't even know your privilege. Yeah, <laughs> go, go swim in the rocks or something if you want to. But I, I, I don't think that there's going to be any it's, service out here. I don't think there's going to be any drinks. So, uh, I will say that you guys, the, the kind of the longer that you're here the more you get this sense of being watched mm. I, thought, I thought for a second you were going to be like I will say there is a full service bar right there <laughs> <laughs> the cocktail tastes like that. shit though yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're real expensive <laughs> uh, there's a bar but all they have is Heaven's Hill what's <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the shadow plane so it'd be Hell's Hill yeah, mm. there you go. No, it's still Heaven's Hill, it's even in the shadow. Still <laughs> <Heaven's Hill. laughs> Nothing changes. That's, that's so, the same kind of Hell's bad, Valley. no matter where you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost expecting like a shadow talk just to be hiding around in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's exactly so speaking, what I was thinking. Yeah. Speaking right. of uh, remembering, um, you might remember those of you that were there that in the mine below this facility. There was all sorts of leftovers of of of, of a lab. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember that? Right. Yes. Yeah. You know? Um. So you know the the two of you that have experience here mm-hmm. would kind of know where to go. Um. You know, I I don't want to rush you there, but I can't right. imagine there's anything else that you want to do in an empty. Yeah, facility I, I mean, to the well, spa. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I mean, Mike, like you know, once they're like kind of uh, you know bitching at each other a little bit, whatever. But getting their bearings, he like kind of turns to Kuiper again. And he's like, "Fuck, you know where we're gonna have to go, right?" Well, of course. I mean, we're not here for vacation, right? Yep. Tennis shrugs again. Like, I don't know where we're going. We're we're gonna have to go underground. There's a, there's a facility or what used Wait, to we're be not a under- facility. Ground. No, the, the further underground there is a, we a, a mine. Down. It's an abandoned mine, and within is a lab. And look, we don't have enough time to even discuss 150 episodes worth. Of yeah, time. it's it's <laughs> where I had to confront the ghostly version of my surrogate father and all this. <laughs> the twins wow. are like, "What the." Fuck, I mean, and you think that we're fucked up? I mean, this mine, all right. Are you sure you don't want to do the Chateau Protection Agency? <laughs> the more I hear about it, it seems much more like a fit. Really, really apropos for you. If um, you say another fucking word to me about the Shadow Protection Agency, I'll rip your fucking face off. Uh, like, let's be honest, you would try, okay? Oh. You want to go, big boy? You want to go right now? I'm not in a fucking mood. Let's go get my friends back right now. Yes. No, but yeah, for real. And he was like, he was like, kind of joking a little bit, and then like, was fucking not, you know? Just kind of like, like, kind of pulls him aside, like, come on, come on, Mike, don't don't worry, you could totally take him, it's okay, come on. (laughs) (laughs) And he like shakes, you know, shrugs him (laughs) off or whatever, and he's like, I fucking know. Um, but, <laughs> either maybe way, I know it. Yeah, sure, maybe I know it. 
So either way, I'm sorry. I lost my, my call. I, I don't fucking like this place after everything we've been through. We know where we've got to go. Let's go. We're running out of time. Need I remind you, not only do we got to get uh, Oren and Zeno and Ziva back, but we got to do it fast enough to go and get Fell. So, so let's get moving. Yes, of course, Mike. They say that at the same time. Simultaneously. That's good. That's good. That is good. And after a second, though, he's just like, I'm sorry, Trilax. Best friends. I accept your apology. Waiting on you, Mike. So, yeah, you guys lead them down to the second floor of New Elysium, the lower floor of New Elysium, and through the employee facilities, right? If you remember, it was. It was down kind of in the employee side yeah. of the resort, and it was through the there was these metal doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's funny though is when you get there, those doors are not there, and what you see instead is an empty doorway that opens out onto what appears to be the asteroid surface. Um, and you look up and you see that the sky is actually the deep red of the heart tissue. So now you're in the heart. This asteroid's in the heart. And so rather than there being a mine, you're now on the surface of this asteroid. And you see the, the, the flesh of the heart kind of domes above you. Um, and a pair of prefabricated buildings stands next to a cave entrance in a stony hillside. And I will put you on a new map. I imagine this is what it's like when people do too much salvia. (laughs) (laughs) It's very intense 15 minutes. (laughs) Well, this is a big map. Mm -hmm. I don't see no map. Hold on. I'm putting you guys on there. Just a big black rectangle. All right. Um... So yeah, as I said, you see these two structures. One has like some open bays. It looks sort of like a uh, vehicle, a garage of some sort. Some sort, and then there's a shed uh, to the west of you. Do you remember how to get where we're going? No, this is all entirely new at this point. This is what's very peculiar. There was supposed to be a set of metal doors back there, but now this is new territory, Trilax. Well, let's not waste any more time. I believe there's a shed to the west. It's actually to our north. There's Yeah, there's the shed and then the... Uh, the vehicle bay. Oh. Okay. Uh, correction, I've Let's... lost my cardinal directions down here. <laughs> it's hard to tell which way is north, south, east, east and west. So. Look, it's built into my display. I always see it. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, yes. Okay, let's check the shit out. Yeah, agreed. I'm going to get within five feet, but not right up to it. And roll a perception check on that door. Murder shed. Murder shed. <laughs> Checking for uh, traps. Okay, so <laughs> let's see. Um, yeah, roll roll that perception. Okay. 
I'd also like to roll a perception, a separate perception. 25. Not that good. Uh, there, you do not seem to just detect any traps on this door. As we're kind of, like, moving closer, like, they're up next to the door. Tina is further into kind of, like, the center of this, this space. Um, just kind of keeping an eye out as they sort of check the door. Can I do a perception? Just of the space, do I notice anything? Anything crazy? Um, yeah, give me a perception. <laughs> no, that's a natural one. That's a 19. Uh, I mean, it looks like a vehicle bay. Um, you know, there's some storage stuff in there, uh, but you don't see anything of particular note. Right. No forklifts? No mm-hmm. forklifts. I'm glad you went there, Josh. That's what I appreciate about you. Oh. Um, all right. But it's not trapped? Well, according to Trelax, it's not trapped. But, you know, <laughs> to take from that what you will. Mm-hmm. Bop that door open, baby. Let's get after it. Pitter yes. patter. Go right. for it. Uh, so that door opens into an airlock um, that you would have to, you know, because you're out on open air, obviously you'd have your environmental protections on, you know, mm-hmm. um, but there's an <coughs> airlock that you'd have to cycle to get into this room. And we Can can't, we all we can't fit? All fit. Yeah, it'd be, well, you could squeeze. You're a big old lizard, so... He's a medium-sized lizard. He's a medium-sized squeeze. Creature. Yeah, you can squeeze. Yeah, I'm, I'm big by medium standards. I mean, are we going in? Oh, yeah, let's why go are we in. going Jeez. into the airlock right now? Because we're going into this building. Yeah, okay. All right. We got to figure out what's going on. What's going on? Sorry. All right. So everybody gets in there. Get on my shoulders. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, the twins are pretty, like... Live. Live. Yeah. 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 Um, So, yeah, you cycle the airlock. Uh, It takes a few moments, and it's quite loud. Uh, But when you do, the door opens into a storage shed. Murder room. Yes. uh, (laughs) The atmosphere of this storage shed is oppressive and hazy, as if the environmental controls are malfunctioning. Thin bands of lighting run just under the ceiling, barely illuminating the forms of a human, a Sheeran, and a Sarkeesian. Is that how you say that? Sarkeesian? Yes. Sarkeesian? Yeah. Shackled to the wall by chains hooked into their bodies, leaving gruesome wounds. A large bloodstain on one wall above a grotesque pile of chunks of flesh hints that there was once a fourth poor soul here. The large airlock door seals behind you and directly in the center of this room you see this creature um i want you guys to describe what you see what the fuck? Uh, it's indescribable who, yeah so it it's non-head faces you as soon as you guys come through and it leaps towards you and what you see is this like four-armed four-legged creature with a fifth leg that's kind of like a tail uh-huh. That has a claw on it. It has like razor sharp spine, no head, no face, just like a body with legs and yeah. big giant claws. And it is going to be attacking you. It's like next week. We'll see. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a headless battle toad. No, it, it's like a headless demogorgon with a butt arm. Yeah, yes. there, 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 there it is. is. There it is. You got it. Like I'm getting the vibes of that uh, the big blue guy that uh, forcefully traded with Mike. Uh, no, no, this thing is way worse. Just, right, but like on all fours with another arm sticking out of it.
and scales down.